This is Ryan Watches a Movie, where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Gun balls in the lobby yard. Watching the Grumian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello, welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. This is episode number 131. My name is Adam Patterson. With me today, we have Kevin Rakestraw. How you doing, Kevin? Oh, man. You don't even know. I don't know. You don't. I don't know. You don't. You can't handle it. Let's move on. Okay. Ryan Holes is joining us today. That's what it's all about. How are you? Sucker. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just leave. <laughs> Fucking get over it. <laughs> Let's see. Here. Are oh we, this comes out before or after the other thing we just recorded. Comes out after. Uh, after. Uh, <laughs> what, are you excited? Uh, you guys... I wanted it to come out before so that people were like, wait, what? He said Tucker, but that was, uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get yeah. it. You, were, you were doing a little throwback. Just, oh, boy. Why are you so excited? Arsenal lost. No, what? They, no. <laughs> they will. <laughs> no, they, man. They will. <laughs> it's tied up right now. And, uh, and they will lose. Watching it. All right. What movie do we have you watch this week? Mac and Me. Mac and Me. So mm. get this. So, so Kevin and I were talking about this off the air this week. Since there wasn't really any big movies that were coming out. We decided, we're like, hey, let's just give him Mac and Me. And I was like, I'm determined to find a connection between Mac and Me and something that comes out. Oh, my God. You did it? It's a loose connection. But... Is it the ampersand, like I said? No, it's it's a little less less loose than an ampersand. But So Mac and Me is about an alien that befriends a kid in a wheelchair. Okay. And... Oh, There's yes. a movie called Kelly and Cal that's coming out this week. What? That's about Juliet Lewis who befriends a kid in a wheelchair. Oh my god! Yep. And you still have the ampersand type deal thing going on. Yep. Holy shit! How about that? God damn, we're good. And Ryan's in a wheelchair, so that's it's like a th- that's a thumb banger. I am. <laughs> you. <laughs> You might not know this, and I hate to break it to you, but you are currently sitting in a wheelchair. <laughs> look down real look quick. Down, look down real quick. Do you see it? I am. My legs don't work. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, bud. So, Ryan, it's true. why don't you tell us a little bit about Mac and Me? Oh, this is... Oh, sorry. I didn't go over the oh, info come here. On. This is from 1988. I have a synopsis here. A mysterious alien creature, Mac. <laughs> is it? <laughs> Is that it's why they call Mac? Mac? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> Trying to escape from NASA is befriended by a young boy in a wheelchair. Oh, this is written yeah. and directed by Stuart Raffel. <laughs> Raffle. <laughs> I like Raffle. I okay. said we go with Raffle. We'll go Raffle. So Ryan, why don't you tell us a little bit about Mac and me? Um. Well, there's a satellite on an unknown planet, and. It actually vacuums up four, four aliens, and they come <laughs> back to Earth, and people are inspecting the satellite, and all of a sudden the satellite explodes, and all the aliens escape, and one 
Herbert and Mac get to the core and gives the family it's moving. So he when they move he follows them and it's I mean <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Oh, we'll get into it. So basically, it's E.T. We, yeah, it's that. Yeah. I mean, it is one of the most shameless rip-offs of E.T. I think I've ever seen. Yes, correct. He helps the, the family re- reconcile, and it's a happy ending. Because the kid, <laughs> the kid in the wheelchair always dies. Oh, yeah. Alien saved them. They bring him back with that light as a feather, stiff as a board ship. And it really looks like when they're communicating, they put their hands up in like a V shape, but it looks like the Wu-Tang symbol. (laughs) (laughs) They communicate via the Wu-Tang symbol. (laughs) Oh, I hope that's right. I hope maybe that's that's where Wu-Tang got it. Oh, probably. I would love to hear on the new Wu-Tang album that they sample Mac and me. They probably have before. Probably when that kid's like, look at these closets. Look at these closets. (laughs) See how big these closets are? I have to get some new clothes. (laughs) The the scene in the wheels, the kid with the wheels, the one where when Paul Rod, the one Paul Rod plays right down his head, Conan. That scene makes me laugh. What's up? When they get in the wheelchair, rolls off the cliff. Oh my god, that was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Paul Rudd has been playing that on Conan every time he's on. (laughs) (laughs) And it's amazing. It's amazing every time. And which is funny because why? I mean, honestly, as a mother, why would you buy that property? Like you yeah, go out to the back and it's just a straight drop into what? What's the what like cliff? Like it's a nice house, man. No fudge. I mean, it's a nice house, but it's... like, how do you not seal that shit off? Apparently, your kid is fucking an idiot to begin with. The kid's on wheels. Well, even when he starts going down a little bit, I'm thinking, dude, you're not going to be able to push yourself back up that hill. That's a steep grade. Well, apparently, he has all the safe in the world. Because his mom goes jogging quite a few times, and he follows her. There's and a... their ain't grids are... The hill grids are like... There's a lot of like hills. hills in San Francisco. There's so many hills. There's just hills everywhere. And oh, they're in California. Just like nothing's wrong. It's just funny, because like anytime that the... The film sort of gets stuck somewhere. It's just, let's push this kid in a wheelchair down a hill. Let's do it. And it fucking <laughs> gets great when that happens. Especially when he flies off that cliff into the water. You see that? Did you see that? Yeah, when I that did. Happened? I'm, oh, I'm actually I'm watching it right now. Oh, my God. I have to watch that every day for the rest of my life. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, I'm re-watching it as we speak, and it's amazing. Ah. <laughs> uh. So what did you think of the alien design, Ryan? I mean, that's that's the big thing. Yeah, what do you think of scrotum cheeks? Um, they were kind of weird looking. And they walked weird. I love the way that they walked. I find them just extremely disturbing looking. Well, yeah. Especially the one scene where they were like in the desert 
and uh, there's the family, and they pick up little Mac, and they're carrying him around. And they have the, the dad looked completely naked. You could see his entire ass. <laughs> it was just really weird. It's very bizarre. Because as soon as I saw him, I'm like, oh, they have nut sacks for cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking weird. And then he's like, he, then he's like sucking juice out of the ground, like yeah, out of the yeah. dirt, putting which, straws in the ground. Which I thought was kind of funny when Mac gets to Earth and he keeps drinking Coke, and they're like, oh, this is must be what they drink on their planet. I think that that's kind of subversive there, that yeah. they're equating Coke to dirt juice. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of Coke. There's Coke in this Coke movie. everywhere, dude. This kid eats nothing but sugar all day. Skittles or, and Coke. And yeah, the... or tuna on whole wheat. <laughs> with a Coke. Toe with the Coke. Toe with the Coke. <laughs> toe with the Coke. Gotta have that toe with the Coke. Can so we... that's, that's, I guess, brings us to the next thing about this movie is the egregious product placement. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. What do you mean? Dude, he's just enjoying Cokes and he's eating Skittles once. I love those Skittles aren't labeled. Yes, they are. Oh, they're totally no, labeled. No, I mean, like, <laughs> the individual Skittles. How do you tell? How did you know that? <laughs> Don't they have an S on them? Yeah. Yeah, but... Were you, like, freeze-framing and seeing if there's when an actual... When he's eating them, they, the ones he has don't have anything on them. Yeah, but it's kind of from a distance, isn't it? I didn't yeah, it's, notice. It's hand at one point. I think you just broke something wide open. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. I'm going to have to check the tape. Yeah, I think we we're going to have to play that back. Play that back, take a look. What about the McDonald's? The McDonald's? Oh, my God. It was just a birthday party at McDonald's. It's not product placement. Bringing out spontaneous dance. Why the fuck is everyone dancing? Oh, they are dancing. What the uh, fuck? Like, talk just out. Yeah. yeah. Just out in the street but, dancing. Like, I don't even think they were invited to that birthday girl's party. birthday party. They're break dancing. They got the overalls on. They're they're doing it and up. And then when they're inside, there's, like, people doing backflips outside. But no one's outside. There's just a couple people doing backflips for no reason. They're just celebrating Mickey D's, man. And why, just... is, there, why is there three guys from the Washington Redskins dancing? What the, <laughs> what the fuck is that all about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the dance move, the exaggerated hitchhiker, or whatever the fuck that was, when they were both sitting there, and they're just doing that thumb movement with their ridiculous faces. Have, uh, yeah. Did, did you see that? Yes. Did you see that? That yes. was amazing. That was amazing. But again, why is everyone dancing? And also, Mac was dressed up as a bear, and he looked really creepy. He did. And then he just starts that dancing. That did creep me quite a he bit. Was, looks like a, something out of a horror movie. Now... My next question is, have you guys ever been to a birthday party at McDonald's? Yeah, and it doesn't look like that at all. There's I've a lot of been adults to... at that birthday party that were dancing, choreographed dances. I've never been to a birthday party at McDonald's. I think if you're a parent and you have your birthday party at McDonald's for a kid, you're a bad parent. <laughs> well, not, not back then, man. Come on. Got ball <laughs> oh, not back then. Now it's inappropriate. Now it's inappropriate, yes. I, I wonder if they even still do birthday parties. Probably not. But I, I did enjoy... My favorite part of the whole dance off at the Mickey D's is when the FBI agents or whatever go out to their car to get their little whatever the hell they're going to put Mac into and how a lot of the people filter out and just keep dancing like around their car 
get away, get in the way of them. I like how they parked like in the middle of the parking lot. <laughs> They're just like, like let's they fucking dance out here. Me, they pulled me entrance and just parked there. Like in the middle of everything. Well, you have to because there's like 14 people fucking dancing in the parking lot. And there's and people doing backflips and shit. It's, cra- it's a little crazy. If I walked into a McDonald's and I saw that, I would be scared. Yeah, I'd be like, what, what in the leave. fuck is going on here yeah, in this exactly. McDonald's? And then you go in. I would in, leave. Well, you would go. Well, you, you would have difficulty getting. First, you got to walk through the group that's dancing around huge the giant chore- <laughs> yeah. choreographed dance party, doing their whatever they're doing. And then you got like three Washington Redskins doing their dance, blocking the doorway, which is a fire hazard, by the way. So you got to get through that shit. And then when you get in there, you got some alien and a teddy bear costume. If it whatever the hell that was, doing tap dance on the counter, and you got all the workers in the back dancing, too. I mean, I would just... That's not the standard there. Shouldn't shouldn't they be making Big Macs and stuff? They should be fucking working. These are dancing. They're terrible. Terrible employees. It's not sanitary. No, I don't think it is sanitary. It's fucking, yeah, getting dirt juice everywhere and shit. Who knows where that alien's been? He's been all over the place. So disgusting. And I don't think he's showered at all since he he has not showered for at least a week. Uh, Another part I really enjoy is that throughout the entire movie, they they have trouble communicating with the aliens and all that. And at the end, the aliens are driving them around the car and. Dressing up in a business suits. <laughs> They're like normal people. Alien makeover. <laughs> Fucking classy Stream guys. Stream alien up. makeover. Home edition. And then there's a bubble at the end that says, We'll be back. But they weren't back. <laughs> uh, I guess they expected to make a... Mac and me too. I was. There's still hope. There's still hope. I think it will happen. So what happens at the end of this movie? They make them like citizens or something. Yeah. What? I see. I didn't get to see the end. I just. I I fast forwarded to the very end. Well, I I clocked out as soon as the kid in the wheelchair got killed. They bring him back to life. I saw. Okay, I saw that a little bit with the. Then they fucking the aliens become citizens. What and when they, they get dressed up in businesses? What are they working on Wall Street? Cadillacs. Would they go to the Tom Cruise route and just get a job at Wall Street? Um, uh, are they working at Mickey well, D's? They, they can't even talk, so I don't know how they work anywhere. <laughs> Probably work at Mickey D's. Probably. Doing or how parts. they pass their driving test, or like even under oh. Uh, when they're becoming citizens. Wait, there's a scene know? where they do an oath and become citizens. Are you, yeah. like, did you make that up or that actually happened? No, dude, I, I fast-forwarded to the end and saw it. So that happened. <laughs> yep. I love how even on the cover, it's it's like the wow. E.T. cover. It's basically mm-hmm. just the E.T. cover. No, it's totally the E.T. cover. Out of this world and into your heart. No, go buy a Big Mac. Get that fucking Big Mac. I would, but everyone's fucking dancing. 
I'm just trying to get through and get some food. That did not make me want to go to McDonald's. All the employees are dancing. I just want a fucking Big Mac. There's a fucking alien in a teddy bear costume. Tap dancing on the counter. <laughs> fucking Washington Redskins. I had a long day at work. I'm just tired. I don't feel like cooking. I just want to pick up some food and eat. That's it. And then I come in here and I have to deal with this. There's kids everywhere doing backflips and front handsprings. Up on the uh, feet of strength. Yeah. You were doing feet of strength? The one they were going down the hill. Uh, the older brother is in a car. And he drives by and scoops up the kid in the wheelchair. Oh, he just pulls him like, out of the wheelchair? Pulls him, and now he pulls the wheelchair and the kid in the moving car. Are you serious? That kid was a little, that kid was a little husky. He was able to do that? <laughs> it's not that easy, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I think this is, this is one of the worst movies ever made. Jenner? I'm gonna say that. That's in, isn't this? Well, yeah, this is terrible. Because the first like 45 minutes is just like you're just waiting for them to discover the aliens. Like, well, Mac, just the right. one alien, and it just keeps going and going and going. I just think that there's nothing redeeming about this movie. All it's doing is trying to get kids hooked on McDonald's. Coke. And Coke. Skittles. Without the S on <laughs> I did like one that they bust out of the satellite or whatever the hell it is. That they just let the family walk out. <laughs> like they just start walking down the hall and they're like, oh, let them go. Let them go. Stay back. And they just fucking wander out into the desert. <laughs> uh, plot keywords for this movie include alien, Ronald McDonald, handicapped boy, <laughs> Skittles, and Coca-Cola. <laughs> oh, God. Handicapped boy. Now, I'm seeing a lot of places are telling me that an unknown Jennifer Aniston was in this movie. Did anyone see her? That's what I read. I... I... I don't remember seeing her. Hmm. She must have been like one of the background. Ah, uh, she was probably one of the people. dancers. Could be. Yeah, she could be. I was. I'm when, hoping. I'm hoping she's the exaggerated hitchhiker. Because this, she would have been oh, pretty she's young. Out, yeah, she's out in the parking lot. It looks like she's part of that dance crew out in the parking lot. I think her first. They were probably movie. blocking all the handicap spots. I think her first movie was Leprechaun. I think that was her first. Uh, I think she's the one in the red. Wow, she's 15 years old, man. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I'm not 15, 12, 13. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that stream of consciousness there. All right. Let's talk about the director of Mac and Me. Uh, let me pull it up here. Stuart Raffle. Stuart Raffle. Uh, let's see what else he did. He did, oof, the Philadelphia Experiment. Okay, there you go. That had Nancy Allen in it. Just that. <laughs> I like how they have the movie called A Month of Sundays. Passenger fifty. I directed. Uh, he directed Bad Girl Island. He directed a movie on Timmy and the T Rex. It's what's, awesome. What's that? Pensacola Wings of Gold? That is probably the best thing that he directed. Pensacola Wings of Gold. 
Tammy and the T-Rex. Wow. Look at this. And Mannequin 2. Are you serious? So I've actually seen another movie by this guy? Yeah. Is Mannequin 2 Mannequin no, on the Move? Oh, yeah, it uh, is. Is it? Mannequin on the Move. That's the second one. <laughs> oh, God. I've seen Mannequin and Mannequin 2. You're fucking right, you have. I like how he directed me just called Croc. That's it. It's just called Croc. Yeah, man. Just croc. Do, That's all I, you need. I do at one point want Ryan to see, well, number one, Tammy and the T-Rex, because just look at that poster. Wow. But the other one I want Ryan to see is the Ice Pirates. The Ice Pirates. That looks... I just want him to watch the entire series of Pensacola Wings of Gold. <laughs> the Ice Pirates actually has Angelica Houston, Ron Perlman, John Carradine, Bruce Valanche. Yeah. Ice Pirates. I've heard of that movie. I've heard I know, of Ice I, th- I feel as though we talked about this before. I, it might have been during the Crawl episode. I just remember talking about Ice Pirates. Let's see here. Stanford Sherman, did you write Crawl? Yeah, you did. It's by the guy that wrote Crawl. Oh, but then we definitely have to watch Ice Pirates. That was the last movie he wrote. Then it disappeared Hmm. mysteriously. Uh, So it doesn't look like he's done anything recently. The only thing that he's got going here is Through Maria's Eyes, which looks like it's... It's It's a World War II movie. That makes sense. It's got a really terrible cover. To escape the Nazis, she became someone else. Oh, boy. A Nazi, kind of, maybe? Kind of, kind of heavy. Yeah. Ed Asner's in it. Hmm. All right, let's go ahead and give you your drum roll, Ryan. What do you give Mac and me? One. One out of ten, Ooh. sadly. Now, was this kid, like, actually a, a wheelchair-bound kid? Or was uh, he acting? He is fun to but he is around a lot, a whole lot better than I do. I was going to say, what do you think of his wheelchair moves? I think get around pretty well. But <laughs> this kid, this kid's like what, huh? in bed, flipping out. Like I have a pole beside my bed to grab on now. This kid, nothing. He just goes in the wheelchair straight from bed. Yeah. So you're saying he's better in a wheelchair? He's than better than you. Yes. So he... So would you say that he's an inspiration to you? Um, if he actually is crippled, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is it is it somewhat embarrassing to see a uh, like ten year old boy maneuver a wheelchair maneuvering better than you? If Substantially he's better than a wheelchair, yes. yes. Let's assume that he is. I'm gonna assume that he is. Now, Ryan, what do you think about this movie, Kelly and Cal? Have you seen anything about this? No. Juliette Lewis is a punk rocker turned sur- suburban mom. Um, and she meets a 17-year-old kid in a wheelchair and becomes friends with him. If I come across, I'll watch it, but I'm not looking to go you're out. Not see- you're not seeking this one out? I thought you, you generally like to seek out movies <clears throat> with wheelchair people in them. I am, but sometimes they're okay, but Julia Lewis kind of makes me angry when I look at her. I want, I think we really need to compile a list of people's actors' faces that immediately upset Ryan, that just piss him off. 
there seems it seems like to be growing. Yeah, it seems like it's everyone. Besides Juliet Lewis, Jessica Cruz, except for Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel's the only one. <laughs> I think she might it's be the only one. Yeah. What's she, that? She is an angel. <laughs> That's wow. the nicest thing I've ever heard Ryan say. Well, I don't. I don't think that this movie looks that good. Kelly and Cow. It's definitely no. not well, what's one for that, me. What's that movie that we watched about the girl with my disease? Oh, it had a really weird name. It, was it the Cake Eaters? The Cake Eaters. Yeah. Okay. I still want to watch that. It's weird. It is weird. Kristen Stewart. You'll you'll look at her in a completely different light after that movie. Got Bruce she, she, she acts so much like Ryan in that so movie. It's I, so I get to see yeah. Kristen Stewart be Ryan. Because yes. I already got to see Ryan. The way she talks, it's insane. Yeah, the way she talks in that movie is exactly how Ryan talks. That's crazy. So we have Kristen Stewart and Robin Pattinson. Yeah. He being... Ryan Ryan is basically an amalgamation of Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart. <laughs> so so like, they yeah. owe their careers to Ryan. Pretty much. Wow. And they never said thank you. Unbelievable. Fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh. <laughs> All right. Any closing thoughts, Ryan, on Mac and me or Kelly and Cal? What are your thoughts on handicapped people being represented in film in general? Do you think that there's not enough? Do you think that they're accurately represented? No, I don't think there's enough. Sometimes, yes, they are accurate. Other times, they're not. Hmm. When they're not, it really irritates me. Do you think that they're? Do you think that they're like exploited in movies? Not similarly well, to how little people are represented sometimes. Not. I don't know. What do you think about in this movie? I mean, really, the only reason it makes sense that this kid's in a wheelchair is just so they can push him down hills. Like, that's the only reason I can see why this well, kid is in a wheelchair. Well, he gets saved by an alien. There's a lot of fucking hills in there. Well, they, ne- they do never show him wheeling himself back up the hill. Yes. In the In the movie, do they ever have any of the other kids or anything be making fun of him or pointing out his disability in any way uh no because i didn't because uh, no. i didn't see any of that happening in what i saw there's which i thought was interesting it was interesting how did he say it like when he when he first meets the the neighbor girl how she, she, she don't even see it she yeah. like he's normal yeah i thought that that was interesting that's uplifting and it is uplifting. The, the I mean, they do one. push him down a hill after that into water. Yeah, well. But let's... <laughs> uh, and then instead of jumping after him, we're going to end up just yells at him. <laughs> on top of the hill. <laughs> well, you know, you're a 10-year-old girl. What can you do Running in that situation? You fucking dive in there. Yeah. Not sure she'd be able to do much. Hmm. What do you think is your favorite representation of a handicapped person in a movie? Uh, I know what mine is. Probably, probably the dude and the kids. 
Dude, I have no legs. Yeah. <laughs> Dude and kids. <laughs> it has no legs. Yes. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> because technically he is handicapped. Uh, yes, technically he is handicapped. He doesn't have legs. And <laughs> he makes me laugh. Oh, my God. So you're, you're worse. Yeah. <laughs> you're yes. worse. Uh, uh, some somehow you're worse than able-bodied people when it comes to that. <laughs> oh, God. My favorite is the guy from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. Uh, My favorite I is also, the mom from uh, The Visitor. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I also like the guy in Children of the Corn. Children of the Corn. I don't remember that. Because in the power wheelchair, and they take the remote control and drive him into an eighteen wheeler. After we watched that, I don't remember that. You just sold the shit out of that movie. I think it might be the second one. There's also the scene in Gremlins with the old lady on the thing where that goes up the stairs, and the Gremlins do something to it. And make her fly up the stairs and out the window. Nice. Oh my goodness. I'm trying to think of some other notable... It I seems like it's always people getting killed in yeah, wheelchairs. They just make them vulnerable. They're just the perfect... I guess they're the perfect target. Because you automatically a, feel bad. I mentioned it a couple weeks ago. There was a big handicapped person in Dead Snow 2 that becomes a prominent character after they die, of course. <laughs> So wait, here comes the zombie after in a wheelchair? Well, he's he's in a wheelchair. He gets bitten by the zombies, and then he becomes a zombie, but he regains the use of his legs. But throughout yeah, the entire feel, movie, he... I feel, I feel like if I became a zombie, I'd better walk again. Probably. You probably wouldn't be able to walk very good. No, nah, I don't think, think you'd be able to walk. Because of the muscles being well, it's not gonna It's not going to bring him back. I don't right. think it would bring him back. Oh, it, you, don't, you don't think yeah. that you'd be able to walk if no. you became a zombie? No. Them shits have been dead for a while. Mm. They ain't coming back. They ain't coming back. Come on. I'd like to see some some <laughs> research done on that. I think, Someone... I, I think I'd be able to regain some beast of my life if I was a zombie. Because, I mean, think about it. What... Have you ever seen a movie whether it's a wheelchair or a zombie? I feel like I have. I feel like Yeah, I think I have too. Zombie Land or maybe one of the Ramiro ones. Dawn of the Dead maybe. I someone know that had, I've someone I know that I've that. seen them. Someone had to do that. Yeah. I know. I mean that I've why seen why wouldn't you? If I mean mm. if you're gonna throw them off a of cliffs and shit, at least make one a zombie. I think the the visitor wheelchair person is is good oh, she, she just for that one scene and it just it comes a little too late that's why i'm still gonna give it to the guy from texas chainsaw mm. massacre because he's he's in the wheelchair the whole time and he is such a shithead hey, he is coming asshole yeah he just i give it to him but let us know what you think what are your favorite wheelchair people in that movies it feels like that's another list i think that we should make definitely definitely let us know send us an email at podcast 
and uh, we'll be sure to go over those next week. Follow us on Twitter at FilmPulseNet, at FilmPulseKevin, and at MyLegsDon'tWork. And be sure to rate us on iTunes. We appreciate that very much. For FilmPulse.net, my name's Adam. I'm Kevin. And I'm Ryan. And we'll see you on Monday. See ya later. I <laughs> <laughs> love the little drawn out part there at the end. That was great. Save that for the highlight reel.